lights. It's seven Friday night. Welcome to the Thursday Pick'em Show for Week 10. I'm Chase Bryson, the Managing Editor of Sports Stars. I'm not sure why I'm still a Managing Editor because this has not been a great week for me. Uh, but here we go with co-host Ben Enos, and we'll have Coach Terry Edson joining us shortly. And let's not waste any time in getting to the most important information here at the top. I'm back, only for picks though, because uh, managing things has not been great. But I'm back. Ben took the lead in our overall pick standings last week and immediately flew too close to the sun. I went four and one. He went two and three. Every winner faces adversity, Ben, including myself this week. Uh, but it's how you respond from here. So how will you respond? I'm trying to determine whether I view you as the D'Angelo Vickers of our operation or the Robert California, because you're not Michael Scott. Somehow you do not manage. Uh, yes, everyone. I, I talked a lot on Tuesday, so I'm not I'm going to try not to do that again today. Uh, I say that also because my bitterness meter is running pretty hot uh, for many reasons related to seven <laughs> Friday night and our production methods. But most specifically, because last week I lost on a last second field goal, a close but no cigar comeback and a team denying my favorite Marvel character turned high school football superstar and his superhuman efforts. Also, I was sick last week, so you took advantage of my compromise situation and moved ahead. No surprise there. You're very cutthroat, uh, even if you can't manage things. Uh, but all that aside, I will heed the words of the poet Cal Naughton in the film classic Talladega Nights, and I will cross over the anger bridge and come back to the friendship shore as we embark on another week of pickery. Uh, originally, I, I was going to give you a ticket to the Tiny Violin Orchestra, but you suffered enough uh, on my behalf. So let's just get things rolling and bring in Coach Edson, who I have a feeling is raring to go this week. Well, we welcome in Coach Terry Edson, and we'll just put this right out there in the open. You and I took it in the teeth last week. How's that? You were one and two. No, I wasn't. Were you two and one? Yes. Uh, check me. Check you out. Uh, well, I took it. Dang in it. The okay, yeah, you took it in the teeth. I was that, terrible. That's not my fault. No, it's always your fault. <laughs> no, it's Great. your fault. I'm two and one. If you hadn't freaking told me that Rancho Catani's quarterback was hurt, I'd be three and zero right now. That was accurate information. I don't want any accurate information. <laughs> Just leave me alone. I would have taken Catani. I'd have been three and zero, riding the high. I'd oh, like to man. say something else too, right? Okay. Because the people are looking at me, going like, "That guy doesn't know jack about football." I just want to point something out that I have a pool. I'm in. Joey Aliotti and I are in a pool with a bunch of 82 graduates, 83 graduate, 82, 83 graduates, uh, which, by the way, they celebrated their uh, 40th anniversary of the first undefeated team at Dulles High School. A bunch of guys got together. It was great. Um, but in this pool, you get, you get 15 college games that you have to pick with the spread. In the last three weeks, I am 33 and 12 against the spread. What am I doing on this show with you goofs? 
I should be on some betting show right now, making hundreds of thousands of dollars with my picks. What's that Mac- Matthew McConaughey movie where he did that for a living? Do you remember that with Al Pacino? Uh, you guys ever saw that film? I can't think no. of it right now. Uh, I can't think the name of it where he did picks and all that. He was a former uh, college quarterback. You guys don't know that movie? Oh, come on. I forget <laughs> the name of it. It's a, it's a great movie for guys like me. We'll go to the research stuff. department on that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Won't, won't be hard. Um, <laughs> listen, I can't believe it. But anyway, that's what I should be doing, okay? Here this I am is- on this podcast. I should be making money for people out there in Vegas land. Yeah, just I'm, in Vegas. You've, you've, you've always been pretty open about the fact that this show is only a gateway to your future career on what was TVG and is now FanDuel TV. That's correct. It's correct. I don't know. I'll wait for, um, but uh, yeah, I can't believe the streak I'm on right now. It's crazy. It'll all end. Don't worry. I just like to point out before I went on that streak the week before that I was three and 12 against the spread. So we got to be honest here. Okay. Okay. But continue on, please. (laughs) Chase the floor well, is yours. Let's get rolling then. All right. So the squeaky wheel gets the grease, as they say. And look at this. You're getting two North Coast session games this week. How happy are you? The first one. This is e- this is easy peasy this week. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> the this first is one no problem. <laughs> involves a particular nemesis of yours when it comes to picks. Los Lomas of Walnut Creek. Coach Doug Longero's squad is starting to get healthy again. And it's picked up wins over Northgate, Walnut Creek, Hermione <laughs> Arenda. <laughs> two weeks. But now they've got to go up the hill to NorCal Rank Campo, uh, Campo Lindo Moraga. What are your thoughts on this one? Two for the Money is the name of that movie, by the way. All right. Let, All right. let it be told. I have not seen it. I what was it. Las Lomas' score against Akalani's? Moment. Oh, you guys don't know? Mr. <laughs> uh, Friday's we- seven Friday night geniuses. You don't know the score. That would be a 42 nil as they say. Yeah. Who won the game? That would be the Dons of Akalani's. How did Campolindo do against Akalani's? 27, 24 victory. Enough said. Okay. Right there. Dougie, uh, I'm going to do you a favor and go against you. Okay. Cause <laughs> you've let me down too many times. So I'm sure they're getting out the camp window. Kyle Macy, he's he's the best because he's always talking about, oh, woe is me, woe is me. And he's always in the state game. He's always, you know, got a great record. He is the the best. I'm trying to think uh, who he reminds me of. Uh, Maybe Eeyore from Winnie the (laughs) Pooh. He's the best, though. We don't have anything. We're overmatched. We're underside. That guy plays it to the hill. I love him. And then he's always winning. So I'm sticking with my boys at Campo. Not a bad selection. Those are both two coaches I really like, though. So it's hard to pick against those guys. I I hate to do that, but I got to pick someone. We share that sentiment. Well, we... uh... Chase's love for the NCS aside, I'm taking you back to the Sierra Foothill League for the final week of the regular season. It's Del Oro heading to Oak Ridge in a game that will probably be pretty significant when it comes to SJS playoff placements. Wow, that is weird. I was thinking the same thing when I was looking at that game. I'm not kidding. 
My um, goodness. Uh, it is uh, Del Oro's eight and one. Oak Ridge is seven and two. And the game is at Oak Ridge. Oak Ridge, right. I, I still, you know, um, I got, you know, Daryl's only losses to Folsom. Uh, I, I think they have a, a pretty good team this year. And uh, although Oak Ridge at home, Oak Ridge is, you know, seven and two. They're no slouch either by any stretch of imagination. But I just, um, I, I like, you know, a team that's only is lost to the best team in the section and they, they've beaten everyone else. So uh, although I know Oak Ridge only lost one more, but I'm, I'm sticking with my boys at Del Oro. I think they're they're having, a you know, a pretty magical year this year. So I'm sticking with Del Oro on the road. I'd much rather have them at home, but can't have everything. All right. So we're back in the NCS to wind things up, heading to the East Bay Athletic League Valley Division and a battle for first place between Granada Livermore and Hills Foothill Pleasanton. A few weeks ago, you picked against Foothill when they faced an undefeated Livermore and the Falcons won 38-30. But Foothill needed OT to beat a pesky Dublin this past week. So I don't know. What are your thoughts? Well, Foothill didn't, you know, but the uh, Granada and uh, Dublin was close as well. It was. Uh, the the Foothill-Doherty Valley game, I think, is, was a key game because we have, I think you saw the real Foothill in that game. And then you had Granada struggling with uh, Doherty Valley. Um, at least it was a close game. It, it, I'll tell you what, I never experienced this as a coach, but I got to think right now that I, even though Granada and Foothill, I, you got to think what Granada's, what they're probably thinking right now, the same thing Livermore's thinking. That is a huge rivalry game, Granada Livermore. And they're actually both good, you know, they both have good teams this year, which has not happened in a while. So I, I think Granada, you know, obviously high school kids want to win every game, but I think they're really thinking ahead of that Livermore game. And I think Foothills at home, I think they're on a little bit of a roll right now. Um, they burnt me once with the Livermore game, but I think this, I think they're ready. Uh, just off the Doherty Valley score, they, they handled Doherty Valley pretty easily, and Granada did not handle Doherty Valley as easily. So I think that's the real Foothill team. So I'm looking for Foothill to, um, of course, don't give me an injury report because I don't want it, but I'm, I'm looking for Foothill uh, to win this game. And I think Granada is going to be kind of take the attitude. Uh, you know, we got Livermore next week. I, I just don't know. And this is Foothill. Is this Foothill's last game of the it year? Is. It is, right? Yeah. So it's going to be senior night at Foothill. So that's going to be extra motivation as well. And those little things matter when you're in high school. Those, you know, the, those uh, moments, and those are big moments for teams. And uh, the juniors, you know, the sophomores on the team, like they understand their, you know, their kids, their friends, you know, last home game and all that. So it's, it's extra motivation. So I think with that, it's going to swing Foothill. And the fact that Granada's got a huge game the following week, um, I think that's going to swing in Foothill's favor. Well, it sounds like a 3-0 and week to me, for sure. Lock it up. Um, yeah, I'd probably go 0-3. But before we go, we, we mentioned Tuesday that the three of us have been talking a lot lately about dumb football. So <laughs> we wanted to give you a moment to share any moments of sheer lunacy <laughs> That might have happened on the gridiron this past weekend. What was Miami thinking? Up by six. Their defense is playing solid. 
They're not moving the ball that well. It's fourth and three. I think was it the was it the end of the third period or was it the fourth period? I can't remember. All I know is I'm going okay. They'll kick the field goal. Thank God that fantasy kicker is not on my team. Or I'd be even more upset. But uh, why don't you you don't go up by two scores in a low scoring game? What is going on? When since when does not going up two scores not a positive anymore? I, I don't understand it. What 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 is going on? It just drives me nuts. True or false? If that was the AFC Championship game, does he kick the field goal? I would think so. Yeah. You think that changes his mind, Ben? I do. Yeah. Which then that makes no sense to me why they go for it then. <laughs> it's the right call. It's it's the right call. It's the right call. Now that because there's more on the line, we're going to be more because that's what I don't get. Well, I we think know. for sure the guy kicks the field goal if it's the AFC Championship game. We know that you approach every game with a championship mindset. <laughs> I, I'm consistent. Everything I do when it came yeah. to that, I don't just like willy nilly. Hey, let's do this no. now. I, I just, and then I, I'm sorry. And I like this guy. I think he's a good coach, but Jeff Munkin of army. They're, they're up by, I think 14 against Louisiana Monroe. Louis Monroe is on like, I didn't get the exact yard line, but like their 12-yard line. It's third and 12, quarterback scrambles, and he gets to the 18, so it's going to be like fourth and two, fourth and four. On Louis Monroe's own 18-yard line, they, they give a holding penalty, and, and, and Munkin like stops the, you know, the whole process and yells at his assistants, give me the chart. He has to look <laughs> to see if he's going to take the – if he's going to decline a penalty, fourth and four on their own 18, or is he going to take him back? You know, it's going to be after – what is going on? Is That used to be a no-brainer. I mean, it's be yeah, we're gone. If they want to go for it on fourth and four, be my guest on the 18. Uh, and he declined it. And what happened, Ben? I'm going to say a first down. What do you mean first down? Oh, sorry, he declined it. Um, he declined it. So okay. what do you think happened? They punted. They punted. Of course oh, they did. It. It's like, oh, gee, Jeff, is that a shock to you? I mean, come on, man. No, no. Chart now for fourth and four. You alluded earlier to a college against the spread pool. Could it be that you had army in this pool? <laughs> yes, I did. As a matter of fact. <laughs> <laughs> just in case yeah, anyone was closure. wondering why terry tuned into army and louisiana monroe on a saturday morning <laughs> <laughs> oh man pretty soon everyone this podcast is listening is going to figure all this out before you even say it man but, uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> I know with all those great games going on, I'm watching Army in Louisiana Monroe. Yeah, okay. Oh, okay. Oh. I think I ranted enough on, on perfect. Time, so. That was a, a great first edition of dumb football. <laughs> oh, we could do that every week. Trust me. I'll, <laughs> start, going to. I'll start taking notes. I'll just take text you guys. That'll be my notes. <laughs> Did you see this? And, uh, it must be your wife's or your uh Chase, your wife's gonna go. What the hell's wrong with that guy? I mean, that's what's going to happen. You, you don't think this has happened already? 
She often catches me laughing at my phone, and she's like, "What are you laughing at?" I'm like, "Oh, Coach Edson just sent another text." <laughs> oh boy, I'm gonna be. It's another wife that's gonna hate me. Okay, boys. Well, have a good week, a good weekend, and uh, more football on the way. Absolutely. All right. Always a pleasure, Coach. See you next week. See you guys later. Bye. (laughs) And now we're going to take a quick timeout for a quick message from Sports Stars Magazine's podcast partner, the California Army National Guard. At some point, your community will be challenged. It could be a flood, forest fire, hurricane, or civil unrest. When it happens, be the one to answer the call. Rescue the stranded. Protect the threatened. Save the injured. Join the National Guard and serve your community when it needs you most. Visit nationalguard.com to find out more. All right. I'm sure this will be the week Terry goes 3-0. For sure. Lock it up. Write it down. In the meantime, let me check. Chase, are we recording? <laughs> yep. Hey, success. <laughs> this has already been a successful show, folks. Uh, we have some business to handle. Let's see if you can make it through uh, the pick the board without you know breaking something. <laughs> All right, so we have a mega board this week, a hearty eight games, and I gave you this list to pare down to our usual six. And apparently, you scoffed at such a suggestion. It was a preemptive protest for <laughs> what was to come. That's I knew fair. what I was doing. That's very fair. All right, so here we go. Pick three from one of these games, Ben Lost Lomas. Of Walnut Creek at number 20, Campolindo Moraga. Number six, Deloro Loomis at number 18, Oak Ridge, El Dorado Hills. Menlo Atherton of Atherton at number 15, Sacred Heart Prep of Atherton, the epicenter of all things football of late. Foothill, Palisadro is at Enterprise Reading. Look at that, a northern section game on the big board. We got Granada Livermore at Foothill Pleasanton. Christian Brothers, Sacramento at Vista del Lago Folsom in a first place battle for the Capital Athletic League, which we talked about on Tuesday. And then Dixon at Casa Roble Orangevale in another uh, league championship showdown in the Golden Empire League. So pick one and let's go. I will start in the EBAL, where Foothill hosts Granada in a game that could decide the Valley Division champion. The Falcons had to work overtime to pull out a 28-22 win over Dublin last week, while Granada had a week off to get ready for this one. Both these teams are undefeated in league play. And actually, you have to say both played pretty legit schedules in the non-league portion of the season. I'm prepared to say both these teams are on the rise, but I know what I'm dealing with when I talk about Foothill because I've actually seen them multiple times over the last couple of years. And I've been pretty consistent in my praise of Falcons coach Greg Hobner. This one's in Pleasanton, and we're going to remember last year when we say that the se- when the season gets to this point, Hobner usually has his guys firing on all cylinders. Give me the Falcons to wrap up a league title this week. People forget that. I mean, I mean, I think some people definitely forget that Foothill was in the section championship game last year and played Camp Linda within one score. So certainly can't go wrong with uh, leaning on them down the stretch. All right. Well, I'm opening up this week with a trip to my old stomping grounds, the Northern section. We're not going to talk about, what these teams did to my alma mater, Red Bluff, this season. It wasn't great. 
but we are going to talk about how Enterprise is a team that Coach Edson would love because that's right, the Hornets play some defense. Through eight games, Enterprise has allowed just 44 points and has an average margin of victory of 41. Foothills played the toughest opponent in Buchanan Clovis, losing 35-21 to the central section power, but Enterprise has outperformed Foothill in league games. So, of course, the Hell 9000 thinks Foothill wins by three. I say no. I say defense wins the day for once. And I'm taking Enterprise. You're taking Enterprise. Well, last week we had a Shatner reference. So, you know, <laughs> there you go. Why not? Fly on into the sun. Uh, all right. Well, I'm going to follow you. Actually, I'm going to lead you down what I suspect is a simil- similar rabbit hole by talking a little Saturday afternoon football in the CCS. Before I jump in to talk Menlo Atherton at Sacred Heart Prep, Props to longtime sports star's friend and Mercury News freelancer Dave Kiefer for actually walking up to Jurion Dickey last week and saying, yo, what's up? <laughs> the answer was Dickey got a meniscus tear repaired and as of last week was still on crutches. Now, he said he'd be back this year. Chris Saunders maybe wasn't quite as sure, and I'm not liking what I'm hearing there, especially for this week. You've been talking up Sacred Heart Prep's defense all year, and even though we spent all week lamenting the death of defense, enterprise references aside, (laughs) I'm going to bank on it in this case. The Gators haven't allowed more than seven points in a game since the first week of September, and the most they've allowed in a game is a whopping 13. Give me the Gators on a Saturday, and I'm going to lock that up. All right. Well, I'm not sure there's a bona fide lock on the board this week, but I think I feel best about Campolino's chances to take care of business at home against Los Lomas. Of course, this has me in the same foxhole as Coach Edson in a pick against Coach Longero, so this is definitely going to backfire. But Campolino really knows who it is right now, and I'm not sure what Los Lomas can do to slow down quarterback Dasha Weaver and his parade of clutch receivers. So give me the Cougs in a game that you will probably be at and then can uh, – Definitely get audio from Coach Longero after the game. Definitely uh, giving us crap for uh, picking against them. See, this is to the good people in podcast land. See, this is how it works when you re-record something multiple times. That was a joke originally said by me, and Chase just co-opted it because he'd heard it previously. You should know that. Yes, I came up with the idea to get audio from Coach Longero if they win. All right. That's it. That's my piece. I'm not done. Don't worry. Uh, All right. Let's wrap it up with a title game in the Golden Empire League because you know I like shouting out league title games. Dixon heads to Orangevale to take on Casa Roble in a battle of eight and one teams. The HAL 9000, Texas Instruments, Sony Walkman, Trash 80, Nintendo Wii, Sega Saturn, Commodore 64 machine has Casa Roble rated far higher than Dixon. And I'm thinking that has a lot to do with Casa Robles' season opener against Placer really influencing Casa's strength of schedule. Sophomore quarterback Connor Campbell is having a nice year for Casa Robles. Junior Cole Owens has emerged as one of the region's top wideouts. And I like the way Casa's headed. Plus, this one is in Orangevale, so I'm taking the Rams. Which Rams? Oh, you noticed, did you? (laughs) Or you knew that was coming because I've said this joke multiple times. Dang it. My jokes never play as well the second or third time. Give me Casa Robley. All right, so I'm finishing up by taking a side in the same game, Dixon and Casa Robley. So 
This is yet another big league matchup featuring two of the same mascot. What's going on? This is becoming a thing, and I'm not liking it. I don't like the same mascots in the same league. We've got to fix that. Get off my lawn. <laughs> Cooper Cup for president. Rams isn't even a popular mascot name. What? How does that happen? Whatever. As I look at these teams and their results from earlier this year, it's hard for me not to side with the Rams of Casa Roble as you did. This is another team that has showcased a strong defense, four shutouts and two other wins in which they allowed no more than seven. Casa is slightly younger, is a slightly younger team though. Uh, led by sophomore quarterback Connor Campbell, while Dixon is the senior heavy squad. And that gives me a little bit of pause because sometimes uh, those senior teams can rise up in the biggest moments, uh, which is this week. This week's a big moment. Uh, I still think Casa gets the W, though, and uh, I will echo uh, that pick of yours. How are you going to rip on the Rams when Matt Stafford can get you a deal on a new <laughs> Samsung Galaxy? <laughs> Well, as you know, I am an Apple guy, so. Whatever. <laughs> Lemming. <laughs> All right. We've reached the challenge round for the second time. This whole thing's been challenging. <laughs> <laughs> I've started the challenge round this week. Is that right? Yes, sir. All right. Let's start with the other. So this this is going to be an interesting challenge round, considering that we actually had an extra day to prepare for <laughs> The blind picks that are no longer blind. But let's start with the other EVAL Valley Division game this week. Dublin is coming off of back-to-back weeks in which it has played both Granada and Foothill to within one score. Now it gets Livermore at home. The Cowboys got back on the winning track last week after Foothill handed them their first loss this season on, on October 14th. But with the Cowboys possibly looking ahead to their rivalry game with Granada next week, this feels like a situation ripe for Dublin to finally pull off the upset it keeps teasing. What say you on this matter? We've talked uh, a lot about Livermore this year, I feel like. Um, I, my position on them is clear. I'm enjoying what Coach Wade is doing at Livermore uh, and the resurgence of the program. I'm not going to deviate from that now. Um, it's Cowboys for me this week, and I won't uh, subject you to any Clint Eastwood references. <laughs> All right. Well, I will start with the team that you gave to me last week. Let's see which way you roll. Roseville, fresh off of a tense two-point win over Indercombe, now closes its regular season by welcoming in crosstown rival Wood Creek. Wood Creek had no trouble in a 58 to nothing win over Bella Vista last week. Both these teams are 6-3 and three overall. And while they didn't play for several years, since they resumed the matchup in 2018, Wood Creek holds a 2-1 to one edge. I don't know if they play for a trophy, so why don't we suggest a prize? Chase buys the winner's dinner at Nick's Taco. Carne asada <laughs> for everyone, my friends. That would be a prize worth winning. Yes, I would uh, definitely be all in on a, on a Nick's Taco outing. In fact, maybe I'll just cover that game now. That's a great idea. Chase is suddenly going to be the Bobby Boucher of Roseville football. <laughs> uh, guys, I'm part of the program. <laughs> uh, fond memories of Nick's Taco. Seems so long ago. All right. I I think I'm going with Roseville. I'm going to go with Roseville on this one. The, the Tigers are, are definitely playing good football right now. And I think they, uh, I think they have a uh, destination within their sights that they want to reach. And they're, uh, they're going to get it done. All right, your second challenge comes from a league I'm not sure we've ever referenced on the show before. We're headed to the Sac Joaquin Sessions WAC 
the Western Athletic Conference for a first place showdown between Los Banos High and his crosstown rival Pacheco. Los Banos is seven and two overall and trying to close out an undefeated run through league while Pacheco is six and three with a five and one uh, Western mark. So uh, Los Banos won last year's rivalry meeting and Pacheco won the most recent one before that in 2019. The good old Hal 9K thinks the elder school tops his younger rival 27-21. But if you sparse all the results so far, it sure feels like this could be a coin flip. So, Los Banos translates to the bats, but which team will you look to shower you with success? See, I was hoping that on the third try, you would have come to your senses and not given me something that we've never talked about before. You so let's, <laughs> let's, let's recap. Let's recap. In the challenge round this year, I've been given the Sierra Foothill League. I've been given Patterson. And I've been given the the whack, if that's <laughs> indeed what it's called. I mean, it's no surprise that you're out in front here. I, I know nothing about these things. On those lines, I'm picking Los Banos because why not? And because the California Grand Casino is not involved with this pacheco it's a tough crowd today this is a tough crowd in many ways uh all right let's wrap up in the oh you might not know about this have you ever heard of the diablo athletic league valley division (laughs) do they play like in eastern nevada or something (laughs) here we find a pair of two and one teams squaring off when berean christian heads to concord to take on concord high We've talked about both these teams this year, and you even sided with the Eagles at one point, only to have your hopes and dreams dashed. I've seen Concord this year, and they're on the way up for sure, to the point where the HAL 9001, see, I gave it a promotion, a field promotion, (laughs) thinks that Concord wins by a touchdown. Remember that at one point in life, there was a magic spell cast in our presence at Concord High. We've also jump-started a VW bug with our feet like the Flintstones at Concord High. And we saw a grown man cry with a blown out quad muscle at Concord High one time. All that is in the past. And now here we are. Who will it be? I can't believe I'm doing this. I'm going to actually uh, agree with the HAL 9000 this week. I think uh, Concord, I think Concord gets it done. I think, yeah, like you said, they're, they're on the rise. I think they, uh, they've been especially decent on the defensive side of the ball. So I think they will have an answer for, Marie and Christian offensive star Nasir Pitters. And I'm going to roll with uh, the current Miniman and future Crocodiles of Concord. The in between mascot. Of the Concord football high. team. Oh, I like that. The CFT. CFT. Yep. Is that like an NFT? <laughs> All right. Well, we, uh, we've reached the end. Uh, well, we've reached your favorite time, the read, uh, yet again. Uh, I won't bother with uh, seeing if you want to take this uh, this time through. So we'll just get to it. We'll be back with final thoughts. And that will wrap us up on game night. Make sure to be locked on the Sports Stars Magazine Twitter page for updates and results. Follow at Sports Stars Mag. This Saturday morning, be sure to check out SportsStarsMag.com for our coverage of the games. Also, if you access these episodes from our homepage, you can scroll down to the bottom to see our updated picks records each week. We build seven Friday night using Anchor, but the show is available on several platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Casts, and Radio Public. 
If you listen to shows on one of those platforms, search for Seven Friday Night, and please rate and subscribe. And our cover art features photography and designed by yours truly, and our theme music was produced and performed by Dustin Phillips. All right, your final, final, final thoughts for week 10. I've been thinking for the last few minutes on how I was going to change this because I don't typically script out what I'm going to say in final thoughts. But, you know, so that you see on the bottom of your screen there, there's this button. It says record. That's how we we tell the people we share with them what we say. And so just for next time, you make a little note, a little post it. It says this is how you do it. That's my final thought. Continued personal improvement for all of us at 7 Friday night. This is episode 23 of this year. We did 23 last year. So we're on episode, I've done 45 episodes before this of 7 Friday night. And this is the first time we've had this issue. <laughs> Not sure why 45 was the uh, was the breaking point. I feel like Coach Edson should shed some light on this next week. <laughs> he would have an opinion on your inability to use technology. Yes, <laughs> I'm sure he would. We'll have to bring that up. Yeah. All right. Well, go see a game this week. There are some good ones throughout uh, Northern California. And we look forward to coming back on Tuesday, talking about the new Sac Joaquin section playoff brackets that will be out and breaking down the final weeks of NCS and CCS action. So uh, we'll talk to you then. Life lesson. Always hit record. analytics i swear to god you got to get the chart you got to get the chart <laughs>